This is the Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Fix Radio. Welcome to the Clive Holland Show podcast. You can catch my show on Fix Radio every day, Monday through Thursday from one o'clock. And it's packed with great guests, retro years, top quizzes and great music, of course. This week on my podcast, we got vital information from Jaquetta Brown from HMRC. We spoke to the winner of Screwfix, top tradesperson of 2020. We were also joined by Craig Phillips, friend of the show, talking all things green. And I also spoke to Hattie from Stop Cox Plumbing, who launched her Trades Women's Register. Enjoy. The Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Jaquetta Brown. Good afternoon, Jaquetta. Good afternoon to you, Clive. Okay, so uh, what's new uh, from the HMRC? Just talk us through what's happening and what's new and what's current. Right. What's current, and this is quite important for some people, the self-employed grant, the second one, the deadline for claiming that is the 19th of October, which is two weeks today. So if you haven't yet claimed or you're not sure how to, then please go ahead and do it. Log on to gov.uk if you are able to. If you can't log on to gov.uk and do it yourself for any reason, phone us 0800 024 1222. Don't forget to do that. If you have been adversely affected and you do need to claim, then please get your claim in because time is running out. What's happening after that is that the Chancellor has announced that there is a self-employed scheme grant for November, December and January. And there may very well be one for the following three months, but we don't have details of that one. The one that's coming up will be paid for people who are trading but have reduced demand. So you're not getting as much work as usual. Um, And it will only pay out at 20% on the basis that you are doing some work, so you are getting some money from your business. Um, But you will need to claim that again it won't be coming out until after November, so watch out and hopefully you know, I'll be able to come and tell people exactly what they need to do then. Um, but keep an eye open for that one. There will be a small grant over that Christmas period. It is capped at £1,875. Work there on exactly the same basis as the previous grants, you know, that three months average profit, and it will be 20% of that three months average profit. But if you are entitled to it, please make sure you get your claim in. Very important and great information as ever. Uh, talk us through furlough, because uh, obviously things are changing there as well. That's right. It's not really a full furlough scheme as from after the end of October. At the moment, we've got flexible furlough. You can either be working or not working. Um, And the employer is now topping up some of the wages for when you're not working. November onwards, it's the new job support scheme for employees who are working at least a third of their normal hours. So it's not for people who can't work at all or there's no work for them to do. They need to be working at least a third of their normal hours. The employer obviously pays them for when they're working. For the hours they're not working, the employer pays a third and the government pays a third. So the employee will get at least 77% of their pay, could be more depending on the hours worked, but they only need to have been on a return from the employer from the 23rd of September. So people who started working for an employer more recently but have then had their hours cut are also eligible. And also the employee can't be made redundant and can't be put on notice of redundancy while they're on this scheme. Okay, now before we go to a break, just tell us uh, again where they can find that information, if you would, Jaquetta. If you... Search for HMRC COVID 
business help and that will take you into the area for both the self-employed and for employers. Thanks for that, Jaquetta. We'll be back with more talking deferring payments for self-assessment and VAT. Fix Radio, made for the trade. Welcome back to the Clive Holland Show right here on Fix Radio. We're talking to the brilliant Jaquetta Brown, spokesperson for the ATMRC. We've already spoken around about self-employment grants uh, and, of course, the extension to the furlough scheme as such. Uh, Jaquetta, welcome back. Um, talk us through deferring payments, self-assessment, tax, VAT, that sort of thing. Yeah, I've talked quite a bit about HMRC giving out money. I'm afraid I'm back on HMRC collecting money now. Self-assessment, people had a payment due in July of this year, which was based on profits long before COVID came in. So, of course, it's based on when they actually had money to pay a tax bill with. So, what the government said at the time when it, COVID first hit was that this payment could be deferred to January. Now, January is getting a lot closer and the situation for a lot of people still isn't terribly good. So the government has said that the payments that were due in July just gone and January coming up, because of course it's the normal payments that are due in January, can be spread over the whole of the next tax year. Um, You won't be able to actually claim this now, but you will be able to nearer the time. If you don't have other tax debt, and the overall debt is under 30000 across that July and January payment, your tax returns are up to date, you're fine on everything else, you can just go in and self-serve online and ask for time to pay to spread it over that year and that will just be agreed automatically. If you've got other debts, you can phone us and we'll make an arrangement for time to pay with you. So that gives your business time to get back up on your feet without having to worry about paying big lump sums that are based on profits from, you know, a couple of years ago. That's going to be a massive help. I'm telling you now to everyone listening on site today, that is going to be a massive help. Just before we go, Jaquetta, just talk us through briefly, it's been happening in the news sort of fresh now in terms of businesses setting up uh, fake accounts just so they can uh, get some money? Yes, of course, and we know this will happen. As soon as the government's handing out money, there's always people trying to take advantage. HMRC did have quite a number of um, systems in place to prevent money ever being paid out in the first place, which we have managed to do successfully in thousands and thousands of cases. And we've also got lots of um, people like in the teams I work in, um, digital analysts, who are picking up on a lot of these um, transactions where they have slipped through the net and are going after the bad guys, basically. If somebody's miscalculated their tax by a few pounds, they can come to us and just pay it, and that's no problem. If they've claimed wrongly, if they hurry up and do it soon, you know, when they shouldn't have claimed it, they can still come and basically confess, we'll just have the money back. But if they don't, we will then be prosecuting, and there are some quite severe penalties as well as potential criminal action. So hmm. if you know somebody who's been doing that, tell them to put their hand up and get it out of the way with now. Exactly that. That was Jaquetta Brown, spokesperson for the HMRC. Fix Radio. Bish, bash, bosh. I have on the line right now, Sean Matthews, who is recently crowned Screwfix top tradesperson of 2020. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm based in Cathilly, South Wales. <clears throat> and I'm um, an advanced craft city and girls carpenter and joiner. Good lad. Now, just tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the industry in the first place. How did you, what triggered you to go into carpentry, joinery, etc.? Um, yeah, my, my father was a builder um, and I spent a lot of my youth 
helping out on jobs, uh, on weekends and holidays. And when I was 16, I'd already decided that I wanted to become a carpenter and joiner. Um, so I enrolled in college and through the CITB, I was lucky enough to secure a full-time apprenticeship. Brilliant. And and obviously you're still loving your work now, you must be. And you must be very proud of the fact um, that you've won Screwfix's Trade Person of the Year. Two and a half thousand entrants in that. Um, so what does it mean to you to win that, that somebody else has recognised your uh, your skills which pay the bills? Well, to win uh, Screwfix's Top Trade Person of the Year means more than I can express in words, to be honest. This is massive. For my hard work and my team's uh, hard work to be recognised not only by our customers but also by Screwfix, the largest UK multi-channel retailer of trade tools and accessories is definitely the highlight of my career. All the hard work and all the attention to detail mixed in with a few uh, sleepless nights is definitely paying off. And this is exactly what our small family business needed to sort of elevate us to the next level and to enable us to take on an apprentice. Now then, when you won, did you first of all think, wow, I've I've won, or did you think, wow, 20K prize bundle, including tools, technology, and extra training if you want it? What 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 are you thinking of? It was a mixture, obviously, the recognition and to actually win the competition, because it kind of takes over every waking moment as we get closer and closer, thinking, come on, I you know, I won this more than anything. Then obviously the prize is a is a big part. That's gonna help us upgrade tools, um, which you know, which will give us better finishes, even better finishes again on our work out in the workplace. And yeah, the tech pack is is amazing. Again, as as the company grows, we're gonna need that support. It's it's one big sort of piggyback from Screwfix helping us get to the next level. So definitely, definitely be um sort of putting the library on the van. We were lucky enough last year to, to um win an award for from the LABC um, for um, work excellence, and that's on the van, and people do recognise it. But obviously, Screwfix is a massive name, and to, to have that on the van, along with the fact that you know you were voted top tradesperson, it's going to do nothing but good good for our business. So I'm really, really excited. Thanks, Sean. Stay right there. We'll be back with more from Sean, and we'll be talking about our topic. We'll be asking Sean what he's done that makes him feel very proud. I'll be back straight after this. The Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Welcome back. This is the Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. We've still got on the line Sean Matthews, who is Screwfix Top Tradesperson of 2020. Now, uh, Sean, the, th- the thing is, I will say this, uh, Sean, 2,500 entrants, you had esteemed experts as judges, including representatives from Screwfix and from the NICEIC electrical side of things. Um, and the previous winner as well was also one of the judges. And they said that your work was a, a absolutely standout, exceptional craft craftsmanship. And your attention to detail was amazing as well. Now, to get recognised in that way is, is exceptional. However... Uh, due to our topic today we're we're talking about i think i think in particular carpenters this is my opinion only carpenters uh, and and joiners are artists in the work that they do but sometimes you can take it for granted whether you're doing door jams upstands whatever uh, even to a bit of skirting you know, doing your internal angles, your external scribes and all that sort of thing. Do you stand back and look at your work and go, do you know what? That is an amazing bit of bit of work. 
And is there anything that you could stand back and look at now that stands the test of time? You think, so proud of that. Um, to be honest, we, we put the same amount of care and detail in, into a into a intricate cut roof as I do in, into a bespoke cabinet or staircase uh, makeover. You know, I take pictures of our work regularly and we, we update it. There's no filters, no blur, and it is what it is. And I'm proud even before the roof is covered that every joint is perfect. If it's not, how we cut it, regardless of time, because just if I don't get any right and the other trades come behind you, seeing that sort of attention to detail and pride is sort of is making us stand out. But I think the, my, definitely the most proudest piece for me is the understairs wine cabinet that, uh, that I made for a businessman in Castilli. Um, he sort of commissioned us to make this piece and gave us ideas of what he wanted. And then we developed that, um, expanded on it, and actually created an understairs wine cabinet in a space originally that just it should just not have happened. It was a real, you know, um, a lot of thought went into and it was a difficult piece to make. But I made it even more difficult by minimizing the amount of components in there rather than uh, where you're holding a bottle of wine, rather than having it two sides, I made as sort of a piece to slot into a piece. I made these pieces jointed into the sides of the cabinet to, to give it that more minimal look. And to be honest, in my career, when I stood back and the piece was finished and French polished, it was almost hard to you sort of hitting your head thinking, did I really make that? Well, that sounds like your prized piece, your piece de resistance, as they say. And now if anybody wants to hire, if anybody wants to hire Sean Matthews, Screw Fricks, top, top tradesperson of 2020, how can they do that? Um, well, we've got a, a, a big uh, following on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on our page at s.m.carpentry. Sean, it's great to talk to you. Congratulations from all of us here at Fix Radio and everyone listening. Have a great rest of the day and enjoy your year as Screwfix top tradesperson. I, I can't thank you enough. This, this is life-changing for us, and I, I appreciate um, you know being recognised for, for the work and, and the recognition from Screwfix is, is, is unbelievable. That was Sean Matthews, the Screwfix top tradesperson of 2020. Keep it fixed radio. Fix Radio, just one of the lads. We've got friend of the show and a brilliant geezer, actually, all-round top egg, uh, Craig Phillips on the line, and we're talking all things green. Craig, how are you, son? I'm very well, thanks. Glad yourself. I'm good, mate. I'm very good. Now, um, talking of green, I mean, everything's green energy at the minute, and I think it's a great way to go. Um, and you, looking at the stats, 74% of customers want to be greener and want their homes yeah. to be greener, but don't know where to begin. A lot of them don't, anyway, uh, don't know where to begin. Um, now, should our tradespeople as well be thinking that we should be leading the way in helping their clients, helping their customers and pointing them in the right direction? Most certainly, Clive, yes. I think we've all got a responsibility of this environment that we live in, you know, and trying to make our world greener in every way possible, I think is important. And certainly for the building trade, you know, we're the ones who are building houses and trying to make them more energy efficient and they can, so they perform better, which overall protects the environment. But, you know, all them houses that us trades are building, of course, somebody has to live in them. And then when they live in them, they've also, in my opinion, got an equal responsibility of trying to consume their energy and be more mindful of what type of energy they use or waste in the house because, of course, they're paying for it. So that's what this campaign is about is obviously 
We want to build more sustainable houses. We want to build more energy performance houses. But then when people actually live in them, we want them to perform better because overall it's wasting their money and it's damaging our environment. You, I agree with you 100%, Craig. The thing is, we always talk about this green situation, green this, green that, green the other. Um, yeah. it, it's pointing people in the right direction where they can get like a, a hands-on or at least be able to find that information. Well, for instance, in a store like Homebase. Yes, yeah. So you've got two, two avenues. Your DIY and your normal customers will shop at Homebase. So Smart Energy GB have teamed up with them and they've created this green aisle. In fact, they've claimed it out to 137 stores around the UK. So it's really big and serious, you know. And what that's doing is educating the general public and the DIYers on buying more energy efficient products or home improvements with, that they can purchase in store to add on to their, their houses. Of course, tradesmen, as, as you know, we will go to trade centers and then we'll obviously purchase our bigger items there, you know, and, and also undertake the work that people often get on their house, whether it's cavity wall insulation or, you know, um, fitting solar panels to a roof and energy systems, you know, all that type of stuff is more, more down a tradesman's route. But what's, what's great, and you touched on it a moment ago, Clive, we have heard of a lot of different schemes over the years, but what recently the government have brought out, this new Green Homes Grant, and what that's doing is it's offering people, the general households, vouchers up to £5,000 to contribute towards the cost of improving their, their energy, uh, sorry, improving their homes to basically perform better. So they will, they will offer up to £5,000 for the average household. Even landlords can apply for this as well. I looked myself on the, on the government's website about it. And people who are on low earning or sometimes benefits can qualify up to £10,000 worth. So that's certainly an area that I would point anybody, whether they're a trade, whether they're DIYers, whether they're homeowners or, or tenants of a house, to actually look into the government's green grant scheme. Stay right there, Craig. We'll be back with more from Craig Phillips on green energy and how you can get involved in making a difference towards the planet and the health of it. The Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Uh, now, Craig, the green grants are out there. They've been released by the government. Uh, they've got to be installed by Trustmark accredited installers. Now, do you think it'd be a good idea for some of our guys that are probably short on work and there's one or two out there that are probably even furloughed? Would you think it'd be a good idea for them to retrain, get the Trustmark accreditation, and then maybe be able to earn themselves a few more bob? Absolutely, Clive. Yes, and you know, I'll be honest. I didn't think of it that way, but you've you've, you've literally hit the nail on the head, and I agree with you. If there are trades out there who have gone through quiet periods, which we know many businesses have suffered under this current climate, and um, that would be a way to be become uh, Trustmark accredited by the government and be able to do the installation of cavity wall insulation, solid wall insulation, and um, roof insulation. Uh, heat source pumps, uh, solar panels, you know, you can increase your education and, and increase your skills, basically, become qualified in that. And then, of course, um, you, you know, make a good living out of it. I think so, because I, I do believe this is the way forward, personally, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you will as well. Crucial that, that we, we look more towards our green energy uh, and going greener for the sake of the planet. You know, you've got a young 18-month-old, you've got a new uh, one on the way in November. Yeah. What are we leaving for them? And I think it's important that we're laying that path now 
for them to benefit from. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, let's let's face it, us as us human beings, you know, potentially and 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 are overall are damaging the environment and damaging the planet that we live in. Um, I think it's our responsibility, and we owe it to our children and our children's children to preserve it, protect it the best that we can. I think it's an important point you're giving there as well, that if everybody takes one small step, it gives us a giant step for the world. On on a wider scale, by us, let's let's say, measuring the type of electric and gas and things that we use around the house, what it also actually does is, through the smart meters, it helps us upgrade the energy system itself, the Britain's energy system, which can help tackle climate change to a degree. It can help us meet our net zero targets, that, of course, we're all aiming for by 2050. Um, and all to, altogether, it's working towards a lower-carbon future for Britain and our children. Uh, just give us a little bit of information about where we can find info on the home-based Green Isle. Um, firstly, you can go to smartenergygb.org. All the information there. You can also go to Homebase's, homebase's website, the Green Isle, uh, on there. That'll give you all information about what products that they're stocking that are more energy-efficient to use and you can amplify uh, around your house. But also you can go to the Green Home Grant uh, Scheme on the government's website, which will give you all the information about major home improvements to make them more greener and what vouchers that you can draw down. I think it's a great idea. Craig, Just be, it's always great to talk to you, but just before you go, um, my topic today is things that annoy you on site. Now, you've been around building sites for most of your life so there must be a couple of yep. things that drive you insane so give us a couple of uh, give us a couple of topics there certainly is 32 years i've been in the building industry now and there are a couple of things one is time wasters i hate people wasting time skivers but also what gets under my skin a little bit are smokers i've never been a smoker in my life one because it's terribly not healthy for you but all the time i have builders on site who say oh i'm just going to pop out and have, have a ciggy you know you finish your dinner you finish your cup of tea i usually start back at work again but, but they've got another fag you know they've got to go out and have a cigarette around the back and then they leave the mess all over the floor as well not all builders i wouldn't say but a lot of them do so that's what gets my skin up five on site i'll tell you what mate you're, you're a man after my own heart that's for sure uh, craig great to talk to you <laughs> um we're all we're all uh, rooting for you and uh, the safe arrival of your uh, your baby oh, in, uh, in november little Did... boy's on his way in november <laughs> come on brilliant to talk to you son you too take care Clive. see you soon thanks for that craig that's craig phillips there brilliant friend of fix radio fix radio made for the trade now you know that i'm passionate about getting apprentices and about getting more women into our industry uh and this is perfect today because on the line i've got hattie hassan mbe and ceo of stopcox women plumbers now, Stopcocks are launching the National Register of Tradeswomen today. And so what better time to have Hattie on the line. Hattie, hello and welcome to Fix Radio. How are you? Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Clive. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. Now, it's it's important to me because uh, I just think it's uh, uh, critical that we get more and more women involved in our industry. And I know it's difficult because it's a male bastion, if you like. 
Um, but the more we get in, the better. So tell us why the tradeswoman's register, first of all, is needed and how important do you think it'll be? Okay, right. Well, the launch today is um, its not for customers. They can't use it yet because the, the launch today and, and right up for as long as it will take us and probably up until the early of next year, we're going to be getting all the tradeswomen we can to be signed up because there's nothing worse than looking for somebody and not being able to find them. So the launch today, I've just got to make it clear, is not a launch that customers can use. It's a launch for tradeswomen to get themselves signed onto the register. When uh, we were furloughed, uh, we were sitting around with time on our hands and we were hearing news reports about the incidences of domestic violence. And it just so happens that this October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And uh, and, it, and it's something that is close to my heart and something that I have personally been affected by and something I've always wanted to do something about. When it it started to come into to the news and into the awareness of ordinary people. And I think what the Register of Tradeswomen will enable is women who, who just, for, for reasons of their own, don't want to use tradesmen. So it, it's really nothing about, it's not about choosing a woman over a man. It's about the fact that if you want to choose a woman, where do you find them? So we wanted to create a place where customers could find tradeswomen and in particular in response to contacts that were being made to us by organizations that work with vulnerable women saying well we know we can find plumbers with you but can we find electricians can we find joiners can we find plasters and we thought now is the time we've got time so now is the time to focus on it and um, we ran a very successful uh, crowdfunding campaign which enabled uh, enabled us to start that and build the technology behind getting the register itself made and then the launch today is so that people can start start signing up. We believe it's really, really crucial that customers who, for reasons of their own, want to use a tradeswoman can find them. Hattie, stay right there. I'm right behind this. And now coming up, we'll be talking with Hattie about how you can get involved in the National Register of Tradeswomen. Fix Radio. Bish, bash, bosh. I'm talking to Hattie Hassan, MBE and CEO of Stopcox Women Plumbers, who today have launched the National Register of Tradeswomen. Uh, so you think it'll have a big impact, yeah? You're hoping that? Oh, oh I'm, I'm absolutely certain it will, because, you know, any community reflects the diversity within it. So if we can embrace all, um, you know, all manner of people into the industry, then the industry is going to eventually reflect that. Right? Because I know it's, it's quite a harsh industry for everybody, really, not only for, for women, but, you know, I mean, I've, I've witnessed, um, you know, some terrible, we call it banter, but I've witnessed that. And it's, it's quite, you know, if you're not strong, you can easily get put, you know, put off the industry. And it's a fantastic industry to be in. Um, you know, and there are plenty of women who want to come into it, but they're all like, oh, you know, is it is it going to be for me? Am I going to be able to take it? Um, one of the things that we want to do is we want to increase the numbers of women within the industry. So the register is set up as a not-for-profit company. Basically, the, the, the it means that we can apply for funding for um, training um, and all that sort of stuff. And any money it makes, really, doesn't go to shareholders, which is which is great because it means that we can invest any money that the company makes into our mission, which is to enable more women to train. I actually believe that 
a lot of women, uh, and, I, and I'm, I'm a, a personal, you know, uh, kind of story of this as well. A woman can fix herself by fixing things. And so I really think that if a, if a trade is a fantastic uh, way of not only fixing things, but enabling and empowering yourself. So it's got, it's more than just, you know, we're going to help you find a sparky. It's more than that. It's much more than that. So how can people sign up and get involved uh, w- with you, Hattie? Okay, right. So um, from today, they can go to registeroftradeswomen.com. So that's all one word, lowercase, registeroftradeswomen.com. And that is literally just a page. It's two pages. There's one uh, page that tells you what it's about and another page where you just click on the link and it takes you to a verification process where you sign up. But I've been testing it all week um, and um, it shouldn't take longer than five minutes. If you have your documents there, you can just, you know, scan them into your computer and upload them. And it enables us, say, for example, somebody in, I don't know, Chester uh, says, I'm looking for a Sparky, a plaster and a plumber. Uh, for this project, then it enables us as part of the register to kind of just go, yep, we put those into the search. It shows, yep, this person's qualified in that and that and that. And then we can um, get, tell those people about that job and they can go and do it. So that's how we kind of imagine the register functioning. It's not a directory where people themselves can look up somebody. And that is because of the nature of the clientele that we're serving. Hattie, it's been great to have you on. Good luck with everything going forward. Thank you very and, uh, much. And stay in touch. We'd like to hear from you again. The Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, I'd love you to subscribe, leave a nice message and a review. You can catch me, remember, one till four every day, Monday through Thursday on Fix Radio. You can listen on DAB in London and Manchester on Smart Speaker or via the app or, of course, via fixradio.co.uk. Thanks so much for listening. See you soon. This is The Clive Holland Show on Fix Radio. Fix Radio.